What are the rapid changes facing leaders? How do you lead when you can't see very far ahead? What are some new best practices? In this episode, I want to answer those questions with you, as well as point out the lesson to be learned in all of this and offer you a practical application or something you can take away and put into action immediately. So let's get started. Welcome to the Advantage Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Vincent Ream, and this is the place to be at the start of each week where you can take positive steps to advance your leadership and enhance your mindsets so that you can produce a major impact on your success and future growth and allow you to be a more effective leader. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Advantaged Business Solutions Podcast. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Okay, I want to let you in on a little of the backstory with this episode. I originally wanted to uh, talk about tackling the rapid change facing leaders, uh, which we're going to, uh, but with the addition of leading through disorienting change. And that sounds great, but the more I started to think and research, I discovered that disorienting change is looking more and more like the norm going forward. Disorientation is one of the things that is causing rapid change and the need for rapid response by leaders like you. So what are the rapid changes uh, that you are facing? My guess is is that you you can think of a few right off the top of your head of what I really want you to evaluate uh, is those initial ideas. Take a hard look at them. Are those things that are actually changing or is this something that is ongoing for you and your leadership and may just be uh, coming in a slightly different form uh, so it feels new? When we really look at leading, a majority of the problems you will encounter are variations of something you've you've likely seen before. You will be able to identify quickly what the root cause might be, but the solution you develop may be different because when you're solving a problem that deals with people, there is no one-size-fits-all approach that can, can be applied. Yes, people experience the same or similar issues, but we're all motivated and inspired differently. We have different personalities and And that requires a different problem-solving approach. Back to the rapid changes uh, you quickly identified a a minute ago. Did any of those pass the test of actual change and not a variation of an already recognized problem? Because you have to understand that rapid change is usually in the form of a problem that uh, you as the one leading will need to solve. Not on your own. That's why you build teams full of smart and powerful people who can offer ideas and solutions that you can make a decision from. This is an opportunity, a challenge. It's an obstacle that you should be excited to overcome. So you've found something that is truly new, a change that you'll have to adapt to or overcome. 
And keeping that in mind, I want you to consider something else. Prior to March of 2020, we lived in a complicated world. And a complicated world is linear and therefore relatively easy to problem solve. A problem comes our way. We find either a workaround or a solution. We innovate some and then keep going until we run into the next problem. Manufacturing in the early 20th century is an example of this. We needed to to develop repeated processes, and that was solved through manufacturing and, and assembly lines. People doing the same thing over and over. This problem, solution, innovate, repeat. That is how we faced rapid change in a complicated world, which is pretty straightforward. Now, following March of 2020, we transitioned into a complex world. And in a complex world, things are nonlinear. And that's looking at the fact that there are many things happening at once. In the many things uh, that are happening at once, we need to have a basic understanding of the fact that there are many factors that make up the complex world. And an example that we have all seen of the nonlinear complex world is the manufacturing of cars. There has been a shortage of new cars being produced for many reasons. One of them is obviously the pandemic, but others include a shortage of materials that are used to make the microchips that runs the computer in a car. And we'll get to this more in a minute. But with everything more connected around the world, things are becoming increasingly more complex. A complex world complicates many different areas that go into straightforward practices like manufacturing a new car, a problem we solved in the complicated world that was linear. Sure, a more connected world brings with it many benefits, but it also brings complications with complexity. So in thinking about the rapid change you are facing as a leader, I was remembering the idea of of returning to normal. I remember thinking and and saying, I'm ready to return to normal, things as they were. And as things became more and more protracted, I remember starting to talk about the new normal. I'm sure we can all remember that. But I had to really ask, what does the new normal look like? And, And like I asked you earlier, is this a new normal or a return to something we we knew previously as people? I was starting to think that maybe the world that we were living in was abnormal. And particularly here in the U.S., we held this belief that the world was going to smooth out with this great economic stability. We held this belief because as we moved further away from September 11th, 2001, we as a society somewhat lost unity behind the war on terror because of the fact that our memory of that tragedy was starting to fade for the majority of people. And we then made it quickly through the 2008 recession. And I say quickly because it could have been much, much worse uh, if the U.S. wasn't in the position of, of having the dominant world currency. So what's the point here? This belief that the world was going to smooth out and we would enjoy economic stability, was that abnormal? 
after March of 2020, we are seeing much more disruption. We are seeing periods of geopolitical tensions, pandemics, economic upheavals. And so you have to ask yourself, is this more normal? And looking at history, I would have to say that disruption is a big and rapid change you will be faced with. But for most of us leading, this is a new normal simply because of age. We aren't old enough to have seen this personally. And I would be remiss if I didn't plug the necessity of crafting a robust vision document. Holding that document in your hands and being able to keep an eye on where it is you are leading to will allow you to respond and not react and allow you to do so with confidence and clarity because you know where it is you're going. Your vision allows you to evaluate changes and understand what actions you need to take. And in some instance, instances, you'll be able to predict changes based on the vision you carry and the understanding of the industry or business that you are leading in. So be sure that you craft a vision document that is full of detail. Okay. In a complex world, there are systems connected to systems. One crisis won't stand alone because that one crisis can fall into another crisis. And take the supply chain issues that I mentioned earlier, uh, talking about the computer chips that run cars. Part of this is due to a magnesium shortage. And the factories in China where a lot of the smelting takes place have gone offline uh, because they have a shortage of coal. And that is due to a political difference with a major supplier of coal from another country. In addition to that, China is moving toward renewable energy sources and moving away from coal. And not to mention the reactionary measures taken in response to the pandemics. And I say reactionary because we, as humanity, haven't been through consistent disruption to measured responses seen through our vision of the future. Right, Crises in a complex world have a tendency to cascade, as you can see in that example. Geopolitical issues and change, uh, cultural and climate changes, moving to a new decentralized economic model, and increasing technological disruptions are all playing into the cascade. And now I know these are complex problems on, on the global scale, but you can apply the ideas to your leadership. You can see how complexity, uh, that nonlinear world you lead in, is affected and how your vision can help guide you. Right now, we're, we're living in sort of a gray zone between a complicated and complex world where we aren't quite sure what's going to happen next. And there could be the extremes where everything is going well. It's a utopia or the flip side with a zombie apocalypse. Realistically, we'll fall somewhere on the sliding scale between those extremes. What you can predict is expect the unexpected going forward of the cascading crises of a complex world. So how do you lead when you can't see ahead and you're, you are faced with, with the unexpected? I believe there is an element of leading from a different place available 
to you through all of this. I believe there is an innovation to return, or excuse me, there is an invitation to return to a more raw, dependent leadership where the originations of creation and innovation aren't linear. As humans, we seek to have control over the world around us. And predictability plays a large part of control. You know, we have our schedules, our habits, uh, routines, uh, all are, are predictable and controlled. They're linear. But when you throw complexity into that world where, say, for example, traffic forces a change to our habits in the morning, our illusion of control is then diminished. And we can look at our leadership in much the same way. When you can predict, you can control. And often leaders will put their leadership identity into their ability to control. Control can make you look look good because of the predictive nature where you're able to anticipate and ultimately prepare for things that may make you look bad in front of superiors, peers, or even subordinates. And to avoid looking bad, we seek control. And control in a complex world is difficult. A leader in control is great until they're not. The loss of control often leads to a spiral of blame where a leader is seeking self-protection rather than ownership. People would rather be led with authenticity over someone attempting to command their environment through controlling the perception of others. This is the reason you want to build a team of intelligent and powerful people. You want to surround yourself with people that are going to always challenge you to grow. Leading when you can't see ahead is again all about the vision. What are you building? Where are you going? Who are you leading there? When you know where you're going and what you're building, as well as what your team looks like, leading through the unexpected becomes less unfocused and reactive. You won't be able to predict and control everything that comes your way. But knowing where you're going gives you the confidence and clarity to make wise, timely, accurate, uh, and relevant decisions. Right When you get through or even adapt to a disruption, there's going to be another quickly on its heels. And again, I believe that disruption is the expectation moving forward. However, I don't believe this is a bad thing. A few wise and motivated leaders listening right now, every disruption is an opportunity for you. Each one is a chance for you to challenge yourself and your team to innovate, create, grow, uh, see things from a fresh perspective. Right? The mindset that you frame disruption in will make all the difference for your leadership. The people that you lead will be able to feel the difference when you look at a disruption as a growth opportunity rather than something you have to react to. So a new best practice here is first leading with empathy. 
Yes, I know. This is a buzzword as of late, as it pertains to leadership. But I'll be honest. It's about time. Holding empathy with the people you lead will make you a better leader and will open up margin for them to grow. Being an empathetic leader does not mean that you won't hold people accountable to high standards. It means that you will move, it, it, it means that you will better know uh, each person you lead uh, because you will have a real understanding of what motivates and inspires them. And second, in addition to empathy, you absolutely, without a doubt, must be visioning for the future. If you aren't crafting a robust vision document already, then you need to. As a leader, you must expand your vision, which means you are seeking to create a superior future to the one you exist in now. And I'm talking about your business and your team. You should be able to picture a better future. Far too many leaders will come up with some long-winded vision statement that is woefully insufficient to uh, inform your team uh, where it is you're going, and it's likely to not hold any inspiration for even you to keep going. So the lesson in all of this is that uh, we are moving into a complex world where crises won't stand alone, but will cascade into one another. And in that, you must expect disruptions to be more commonplace because disruptions are the rapid changes you face. What you can immediately put into action, though, is the mindset of viewing disruptions as a challenge to learn and grow through. Again, rather than something else you just have to deal with. So after listening to this, it's time to take a hard look at your vision for the future. Do you have one? If not, it's time to craft one. And if you don't know how to do that, just send me a DM on social media and we'll talk. All right, that's it. If you found value in this, I ask that you would leave a review and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Thanks for listening and stay engaged.